please don't do this. You sound like an old man. See what Poop happens? Pope him. He's going to shit himself. No, I am not. No. I am not. I'm farther along in my antibiotics than you. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Get a hold of yourself, man. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, strep throat, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Society Clubhouse in North Hollywood, California, in front of our lone member of our perverted audience. Hello, Mark. And she's like around the corner. <laughs> she's we like behind the shelf. Like, there's her hand. I can <laughs> see her behind the 8,000 cuddle blankets. I'm Kathy. I'm abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> You're going to keel over. I just miss your hat. Oh, <sighs> oh my God, we are. This is, this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Welcome to the Straparama. Strap is back <laughs> on Potato Mayhem. <laughs> So, but it's not just me this time. My lovely, delicate flower abyss. Who's who ripping just you off right now? Off. Thank you. How you feel, Pookie Buttons? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you, you done. You done. Done it, Boogie. You gave her the strip. You know, she had a good immune system for a while. <laughs> and then you just brought Maybe her it down. Was, I knew eventually. My strep is all powerful. The omnipotent strep. So now we're both on uh, antibiotics. We're both experiencing all the love from the antibiotics. Because they make you a little little tummy problem-ish. See, I'm not having sex with you, so I don't have the strep. Is Come here, you want me to spit in your mouth? No! God, I love how, like, it's so funny because, like, I, Mark doesn't have it. Every time we've gotten sick, Mark hasn't, so we're pretty sure she's, like, she's just a carrier. She's the demon <laughs> character. She, what do you call her? Typhoid Mary? Yeah, I could call her Typhoid Mary. Burn her with fire! But, um, but it's, like, funny, and she, I feel like she's, like, trying to get it now to, like, be, like, just to be part. Just so she's, like, I'm included! <laughs> or, or just, like, see, it's not me! Um, because <laughs> she's like trying to like give me kisses, and I'm like, "Honey, I'm sick." And she's like, "Little kisses," and I'm like, "Oh, you're adorable." <laughs> and then she's like, "I'm gonna drink out of your cup." I'm like, "No, <laughs> stop it, <laughs> stop it." She wants to be one of the cool kids. Well, now it just Kathy is all that's left. So I think just during we, Abyss and I should just make out with you. Mm-mm. Don't lick me, please. A show that streps together. <laughs> um, where, where were you going with that? Schleps, I don't know. schleps together. We have no life. I don't know. I got nothing. What are you going to do? Potato mayhem. Keep your strep to yourself. Wait a minute. Okay, so um, we had a bunch of stuff we wanted to talk about in Potato Mayhem, but I was more interested in uh, Kathy. You're more interested in Kathy? Well, I'm more interested in Kathy. <laughs> um, Kathy, uh, you said you had some sort of... Uh, Coitus. I don't see that on the board. I put it on the board. <laughs> Damn it. Abyss. So what did you do? What? what did you do? I I was at work on Monday. You did this at work? Wait a no. minute. You said this, you were having <laughs> sex at work? work? I was working. For, it was like a 10, 12 hour day and my neck was in like the same position the entire time. And I was taking really good care of it and breathing and relaxing. So I thought, oh, it's good. I My neck's not hurting. It's a little bit stiff. Next day on Tuesday, I did the same thing, and I was really proud of myself because I wasn't in pain. And Tuesday's your dick day. It's my dick day. It's your dick day. The day I get dick. together with my, my dom dude. With your dom dick. dude? Dom dude. <laughs> and uh, so he's got me on my knees, and he's got his hands in my hair, and I'm giving him a blowjob, and, and uh, suddenly this fucking pain just shoots right through my neck. My neck just spasms right in the middle of a blowjob. Yeah. Ah, ah. Well, at least it didn't clamp shut. Ah. <laughs> and he's all thinking he's badass because, oh, that's right, you like that bitch. <laughs> Choke on it. Ah. No. 
That's not how it went down. He immediately realized <laughs> that you were in pain. Yeah, he's like, oh, let's stop right now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. We talk about it. He goes, okay, you know what? Just forget it. Let's just let's go to the bed. And I'm just gonna fuck you. And he spread eagles me. And he chains my hands to the bed. And he throws my legs up in the air and starts fucking me. And I'm always great. I'm lying on my back, right? I'm not using my neck. This is Everything wonderful. should be yeah. fine. Get fucking away and it feels so good. Bam! There it goes again. Another <laughs> next spasm. <laughs> oh, and I'm trying to just work through it. He's all, no, something's wrong. I go, yeah, it's a fucking neck again. <laughs> you got the Frank and Kathy look on your face. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it would make I fail any better. I mean, Buggy has hurt Mark and I plenty of times during sex. You know, I, you know, the listeners often get treated to what has Boogie done to a woman this week. I <laughs> so your man is now, we're on par. No, no he didn't no. do that. No. <laughs> Although I will you say. You did it from your aggressive fellatio. Yeah, I will say there You're was a time that uh, I used to get like back spasms during sex. Cause oh, I remember those. You haven't had one of those in a while. Well, I gotta fuck you harder. No. Um, and basically, like, I'd you have to, to get stop. get a bed, motherfucker. Right? Yeah, Aww. he moves in, and now we need a bed. And uh, so I, my back would just spasm, and I'd be all. Uh, <laughs> aftercare was an ice pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all rubbing my penis is all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's okay, pumpkin. I just put ice on your back. And she looks at me, and she's like, you're the old one. I, I feel old. Right. Well, like, Mer. Hmm. Yeah, so you had a little sex injury there. A little sex injury. A little sex injury. Well, yep. that's that happens. That yeah. happens. Uh, what else we got? You need hey, mo- moved in here. Finally moved in here. Mazel tov. In here where? To the to the cl- laboratory. Into the. We'll just call it the threshold laboratory because you know threshold is literally six feet on the other side of the wall. We're at threshold. This is the laboratory or the via Hollywood Daddy's all. You should you know to get chicks that I should call it the VIP. Mm-hmm. The like the VIP lounge that's and Hollywood put up like Daddy's and, like, big plan. put up signs. I'm like, that's actually brilliant. Let's do that. <laughs> but then you know, and people like make arrows because it's always relaxed rules in the VIP lounge, right? No, no. I like how he just Sorry. gave himself claps. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the laptop. Thank you, Valentine. I just clap for myself. I am within arm's reach. You know. Don't. <laughs> okay, hit R. I want you to feel the power. R. Look at that. <laughs> See? I can feel the power. Now Kathy's like, I want a laptop. So no, I, no she's I, just gonna be reaching over and like <laughs> randomly pushing <laughs> random buttons. <laughs> Boy, won't that make it great. So what is this featured orgasm? Um featured orgasm, okay. Once again, our Fet Life group Because uh, we perverted, need a bed. <laughs> perverted podcast what? Because we need a bed. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, we moved. I'm all moved in to the laboratory now, so my stuff is out of storage. You're I not actually all don't. moved in. You're well, one I, thing that's missing. Well, I'm just saying. Thing. Look, it's been since 2008 since I had some, you know, possible troubles, and uh, you know, everything got shifted around, and I've lived either in motorhomes or wherever. So this is like the first time since 2008. That I've had everything here, not in storage. The studio set up, the massage table set up. We have the podcast, so of course the bottom's going to probably drop out, you know, within a month because that's my way. Uh-huh. Um, but at least for this month, I feel for the first time, you know, I got all my, you know, I found out how much shit that I got to get rid of because it's useless. But it's exciting. But the only thing that's missing is now I need a full size bed to put in the laboratory. No king size? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no but what's cool is, is now that we have the new uh, mixing board in here, we have, which segues now into featured orgasm, um, I can actually set a microphone over the bed, a hang, I have an extra condenser mic, uh, thank you Uncle Creepy, and we can hang that over there and actually do like, you know, girl girl demos on the bed during the show. Huh? Huh? No, don't hit that button, <laughs> damn it. He's like, eh? eh? I'm no. not seeking approval, but I'm seeking... So you know. then you're going to record orgasms. So then, so that is segues into something we're talking about in the Perverted Podcast Fet Life group, which uh, Miss Curious and everyone, the volunteers have uh, really jumped on building the group because we're like, hey, that's where we all communicate. So we put one of the topics, what do you want to see on Perverted Podcast? And people had a bunch of great ideas, which is what we have begged for for 44 episodes. 
to get ideas for what you want us to do on the show. I mean, we have the FetLife topics and the things that we talk about, but we want to know more what you want to talk about. And so um, one of the things Hollywood Daddy uh, said is, I want orgasms on the show. Real orgasms. Pervert. Which I'm like, that's what I want. That's what I've wanted since I was started radio 3,000 years ago. I want orgasms, too. I want men to orgasm. You're so... No, 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 no. You're totally missing the point. <laughs> really? What's the point? A featured <laughs> orgasm. It's going to be female it's orgasm. because, you know, it's got to be female orgasms. I um, like how he's like, it's got to be female it's orgasms. Be. That's because, okay, well, you learn how to edit. I can edit. You learn I how will to- get male orgasms, edit them in audacity, and send them to you, and we're going to No, 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 you're not sending anything to me. You're going to run the board? No. Get up. I'll hey. I'll tell you what. I'll say, look, it's R. Just Why do you R. have to crush my dream? <laughs> Why? I didn't even get the dream out, <laughs> and you had to crush it I'll tell you what. In the I'll first give sentence. you six weeks, and then I'm putting in some male orgasms. <laughs> That's fine, and I'm just like, I'm just going to go hang out over here with Mark and play and with your titties or something. you just stick your fingers in your ear and go, la, 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 la. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be good. But, All right. but the idea of featured orgasms is we have a number of fucking perverts uh, listening to the show. Uh, and they're like, well, I'd, I'd orgasm and, and tape it or let you tape it or, or whatever. But the issue is, the idea is, is that at the end of the orgasm, so we know you didn't just jack it off a porn or something like that, you have to thank Perverted Podcast. Or say I love you, perverted podcast, or something. Or we, scream out your name, buddy. or scream out, or scream out, you know, Abyss's name over and over and over, or Kathy's name, or Lois, or Lois. Oh yes, no, <laughs> yeah, Lois will be all oh 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 Abyss. <laughs> You. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to start doing that. And of course, there's volunteers already. And of course, Mark. And I think even uh, Abyss might have agreed to this challenge. Which will be funny if you actually hear my orgasm. If it's a good one. If it's a good one, let me tell you something. It's... it's uh, Blow the roof off the place? Yeah. It's like exorcist level <laughs> why her neighbors have never called the police they just don't care even one of them is a cop and hasn't come over <laughs> hasn't come over well you know there's she's dying she's dying again so that's one of the things we're gonna do so uh we got a lot of fun stuff that's coming up but uh what else is on the list dinosaur oh uh, abyss and i you'll see on our perverted podcast uh, page especially soundcloud and facebook you will see a new wax play picture with Abyss, uh, because we finally, after two and a half years of having the 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 items, Abyss is like, you know, we haven't done a wax play scene in a while. Can you do the dinosaurs? We had planned it for two years. She's she's just checking before she dumps me. She's just checking <laughs> she's a list. Got a boogie bucket. <laughs> list. We went to Sea World. We we you know we do the dinosaur. I'm wondering what's next. <laughs> Like there's a certain recipe I have to make her fucking French toast in an apron or something, and then that's hey, it, buddy. I like that. Get pictures of that. That's it. I have it. a picture of him cooking in just oh, an apron. Oh yes, I've seen that. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that he did it for my birthday two years ago. Aww. Is that on a list? <laughs> just want to make sure we're checking them off. Yeah, well. So we did the dice. So basically, you do the full body wax play, and then you terrain it with little uh, dinosaurs or whatever you do. I wanted to do model trains, you know, because I've been doing wax play a long time. It's, it's one of my things. And uh, Ferris wheels and whatever, but it's just really cute. So you do the wax play and then you put little dinosaurs and go rawr. Dino <laughs> rawr. diorama. And she wouldn't let go of the brontosaurus because oh. it was a little yellow brontosaurus and it was really cute. But then So she they get finally, stuck in the wax. Huh? They mm-hmm. get stuck in the wax and then we folded paper and made little volcanoes and I poured red wax in those. So it ran down like a like a valley of, of wax. And he kept like burning my hoo-ha. Well, how, how does that figure in? Why you got to give me a dirty sideways look, Kathy? Because <laughs> that's just another thing you've done to hurt, to hurt somebody. <laughs> to hurt my hoo-ha. She burned, she just... He burned my hoo-ha. Oh, speaking it, of it, things it. he's done to people, <laughs> what's up next, eggplants? Oh, hey, if you're on uh, Perverted Podcast on our FetLife group or Pornhub or any of the other places, uh, The Cage hasn't uh, started video uploads left. And I, I got to talk to uh, him about that and see when they're going to start doing that. Um but uh, so we try to do these little funny, like pornographic. Uh, we, we, you, you know, meaning Mark. you and Mark. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> where uh, you Mark's know, always up for anything. Where I do things to her vagina and ass, and you can't see her face or anything. Um, but uh, and then I sing like really fucked up songs, or like I did one singing out of her asshole. I green screened her asshole, and 
and it was awesome. That was disturbing. Yeah, it was that was disturbing. honestly. Which, I just which I is funny. I, I actually I looked at Mark because I I don't watch any of the videos because you know it's a little awkward. Um, but I like look over. I'm on Mark. I didn't really need to see Boogie's head coming out of your butthole, and she just like puts her little hand head in her face, like hand in her face, and she's like, "My shame." <laughs> I don't think anybody needs to see Boogie's so the one we just, coming out of her ass. So the one we did last week was actually very hot. She had a Chinese eggplant, and I sang like some jazzy kind of Chinese eggplant song next to her masturbating with a Chinese eggplant. Because that's what? what you do. Yeah. That's just what you do. And after you do that, you do some, you know, fat life stuff. Just another day on fat life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on fat life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. I do not like how much you enjoy doing that. For your peace of mind. Okay, we're going to just... Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Don't want to... Don't For! I hate you both! We're sick, though. Look at us. That's no... You weren't sick last week. You did it then. We were... We were incubating yeah you were incubating incubating the streppage the streppage so what do we got going on well our first post is from Anne alias who wrote a post called switzerland sucks or why neutrality in the kink community isn't a great idea Hmm. she says i typically don't take sides in public drama i stay neutral but i've come to understand lately that there is a downside to neutrality and that is by not actively standing up to uh, or object to things that are unsafe, unethical, untrue, or just plain wrong, I'm actually condoning it and making it easier for these things to be done repeatedly. By not saying something, by not holding someone accountable for their behavior, actions, and words, I'm indicating that said behavior is acceptable when perhaps it's not. Hmm. <sighs> That's the fetlife. Where to stick my dish? <laughs> Where do I stick my dick, my two cents, my opinion, my authority? Your foot. And my policing, <laughs> all omnipotence. This is, I like this post. What I liked about the post is because this is a this is a question you ask yourself in any lifestyle. This can be in a church. This can be in an archery group. This can be anywhere. There is no, the DSM hasn't done enough studies on this, but there was another, I think Connolly, 2003, some study. Uh, I really should have my facts together. You should. Did, it, <laughs> did a study. Well, the study was whether or not BDSM kinky people are any more abusive or any more of any disorder than others. And, and it did show that in our community, there is no evidence uh, whatsoever that there's any more abuse or there's any more crazy people here that there is in any other church, uh, you know, water polo group, whatever. Because, um, you know, those water polo motherfuckers. They're crazy, especially man. Especially girls when you watch, the get the under-camera view. Oh, what? But, but it is something that comes up in any group. Where do I get involved? Where do I not get involved? Do I rock the boat? Are there people in this community that have been maybe around for a long time um, and they have some sort of authority or image? And, you know, these types of questions come up a lot. But I really like the fact that she didn't come at it from of like, we got to do something about this. You know, it was really a question. Where do we, where do we get involved? Hmm. I, I like how you both like look at me. I'm all, <laughs> well, we just go to <laughs> you. You got this look on your just face. Just go to like, you. <laughs> come on, Streppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's hard because for me, I, much like she was saying in her post, I stay neutral for a lot of it. You know, and I like how she said, your kinks are your kinks. You know, they don't have to be mine because there are certain things in this lifestyle I've seen where I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I completely disagree. You know, it's their dynamic. But <laughs> but on the other hand, there are certain things that are a baseline for me if it's anything illegal, if it's anything involving non-consent if there's anything involving kids or animals like this, these, these are, these are hard limits for me that I will speak up against. And those are based on my personal uh, ethics. I mean, we've had situations in the community where we've had, I've had to, you know, step up for a non-consent, you know, a consent violation. 
where it's like I had no problem getting involved in that. Did it get messy for a lot of people? Yeah, it did. It got messy for a lot of people. But and it was against people who were known in the community. And it was uh, I had no problem standing up and saying, go fuck yourselves. This is this is what this was. Yeah, Wrong is wrong. Wrong yeah. is wrong. I don't care what fucking reputation you have. Um, taking into a more personal level, because at first when I was reading the post, I got confused because I'm like, I don't air my personal business on FET. If Boogie and I are fighting, well, we air it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> here, here um, right here. <laughs> no, even in the podcast, if we, we try and avoid shit, if we're going to, if it's going to set us off for a point where it just for whatever shits and giggles, we're not going to, but, um, and I, for for the most part, I don't air my dirty laundry. You know, that's between me and my significant others. So, um, but when it comes to like my friends, I have sided with friends. If I think something has gone shitty for my friends in the community and outside of the community, damn Skippy, I'll go, I'll go to bat for them. Um, but it just, for me, it's, I guess my cutoffs are, if it's in the community, it's, are those my baseline, uh, like hard limits, kids, illegal, blah, 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 whatever. Those are my baseline for my own personal life. I try and keep it out of, you know, talking shit to people and is as far as my friends, if there's a situation where it's a, he said, she said, I'm a girl. I will side with my friend. Sorry. (laughs) You know, I think, uh, let me sit up in my chair. Get for ready, a, boogie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh <God. laughs> Yoda. If we're talking about my personal life uh, and your personal life, uh, I, I stay out of a lot of shit. And I've kept sane and as leadership at Threshold, staying out of the drama, especially the internet drama, is something that we really strive for. And... And that keeps uh, that keeps me from being the judge and jury. Now then, because we have this thing called evidence, and as an atheist, um, I enjoy evidence and rational thought. And when you're talking about hearsay on the internet, uh, unless I'm seeing a post from somebody that here is their post and here is them threatening or them saying demeaning comments or, you know, not being tolerant or whatever, which I don't read, so I'm not going to see that. But if there's evidence, okay, well, now we have a situation. Because in Threshold, it's kind of our job to be the ethical police in Threshold and for our members. And if somebody is doing something uh, that's hurting people non-consensually, well, then as, as leadership and as a community, then, yeah, we do have an obligation to stand up and say, hey, these behaviors aren't acceptable and uh, either, you know, grow up or move out. But as far as like the hearsay on the Internet, I say the fuck out of it because I don't know. Uh, I've seen on both ends. I've seen, yes, maybe this person uh, was treated poorly or whatever, but I've also seen people lie about it. I've seen a lot of people make up stories because they don't like somebody and then they just lie because people lie. So it it really comes down to where can we get the evidence? That's at least where I stand. I I agree. Anything on the Internet is just fraught with so many potential problems. It's hard to side in any way. And I'm somebody who does not like chaos. (laughs) I don't like drama. I stay away from it as much as I can. I chose this post because it's, it's really rather personal to me. I fully agree that everybody has to choose for themselves where that line is drawn. At what point you're going to step up and say, now I have to say something. And it's per- it's personal for everybody. I, I get that. For me, the reason I liked this post is because she's specifically saying it, when you reach that point mm-hmm. where you realize you have to say something and you still are backing off and saying, I have a personal rule that I don't get involved with drama. I call bullshit on that because it happened to me personally. And it's happened before, but recently it happened to me where I had three friends who decided that something that I was involved in, they didn't want to get involved in. They didn't want to have to deal with drama. They said, I'm, I'm just going to stay neutral. I'm backing off. I don't want to get involved. And that hurt like mm-hmm. you would not believe because that was not, I don't want to get involved in drama. I don't want to get involved in your chaos. You were taking sides, motherfucker. You were taking sides by condoning someone else's bad behavior against me. Now, and these people witnessed this bad behavior. 
These people knew that this I, was... I can't get into the particulars, okay, but sure, they were sure. aware of what was going on. All right. In that case, I agree and with And then it. there were certain points where they decided they don't want to know anymore. So they chose what they wanted to know, and then they put a stop to it, and they said, and I want to pretend as if everything is okay. And I've seen that happen. This, Of course, it's personal for me, and that's why I chose it. But I have seen that happen many times where in an effort to stay away from the chaos, people say, I don't want to get involved. And that is not the right path to take at that time. When you There is a point where you have to speak up. And if at that point you instead back off, you are a fucking coward. And it will normally come back and bite them in the ass anyway, to be perfectly honest. Absolutely. Because what had happened, I, I was in a similar situation. I can go into more detail because fuck them. <laughs> um, my piece of shit ex-husband uh, cheated on me. We were married two years. And he had, I think, at last count, eight affairs, you know, in two years. Mm -hmm. So uh, our friends knew. And uh, basically when I called him out on it and said, hey, are you guys going to back me up? Because we weren't in an open relationship or anything like that. Hang on a sec. Hey, Mark, can you go answer the door and tell him we're doing a show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're doing a show right now. We'll get back to you there in a little bit of time. The laboratory. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> <laughs> we need an on-air light. We That's are so cool. Perverted podcast. <laughs> on the air, do not disturb. We got a little... I have a flashing red light. I That's am sorry, funny. Abyss. Please continue. Asshole asking the friends to back you up, telling them that... Well, basically, they were supposed to back me up, and uh, with evidence, like, my, my, ex, my ex was a known liar. Everyone sure. knew this was got this guy was a liar and people would be like "Ooh, i don't know the full story so i'm not going to take sides and i'm like first of all you know he's a liar and when have i ever lied to you so it's one of those things where it's like in order to save face and not get involved in the that fight they they all backed off and threw me under the bus see that's being a fucking coward i don't want to deal with this so i'm going to be hide behind the neutrality thing and i'm a coward although the next thing is over the years, which is funny because all these same people who were like, "Ooh, I don't want to get involved. I mean, the true colors came out and they realized, no, no, <laughs> this whole time, yeah, you were right. And we Can know. I have the yeah. unpopular point of view in this discussion don't with, you two, always? with two people that uh, obviously have harsh experiences in this? And uh, I've had this too. I have absolutely had this too. I'm not going into any detail because there's legalities involved. Mm. Um, uh, back back a long time ago when I ended up homeless. Um, but I've had people turn on me that I thought had my back and completely dropped the ball and completely didn't want to get involved, regardless of whether it was going to involve them even or not. Um, I know it feels cowardice. And maybe in that friendship, because you guys are talking about situations with friends, people you knew, people mm -hmm. that you thought you cared about, people that you thought were loyal, and people that thought had your back. Known for 10 years. Known for 10 years. Um, and those people, they chickened out. I totally agree. Is it cowardice? Yes. Um, is it is it someone's prerogative to just say, I'm afraid, I don't know how to deal with this, I don't want the drama? Yes. Does it prove they're a good friend? No, it absolutely proves they're not a good friend. And at that point, you have to decide. I've had people in my life that didn't want to get involved in my shit. And I just kind of said, all right, well, you're at this level. And that's cool. But I'm not going to judge and beat someone up for being afraid to get involved because that's the, people get scared. People get scared. They don't. They don't. Cha it challenges who they are. It challenges who they think they are as a person. Is it someone that I want to be a friend? A lot of those people, I'm like, fuck you. And then when they came back, when everything calmed down, I said, hey, you know what? I know who you are, and I know whose back you have when things are down. And I don't really need to be your friend. But I, there's a part of me that has to have compassion for fear in that situation. I don't have to accept it or like them, but... Right. But see, that's not what I'm talking about. If somebody were to come up to me and said, I'm afraid, I don't know how to deal with this, and I, I just want to back off, mm -hmm. that is quite different from lying to my face. And it's not just me. Because I've actually seen it happen here at the club where, sure. there, where people should have stood up for consent violations, and they didn't. And there was a really big one here a while back. 
and I saw people back away because because they didn't want to get involved. It involved a, a made somebody that they were. It was somebody who was w- very well known, and they didn't want to get involved. That was the business. Yeah, that situation. was my. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was the same. Exactly. situation. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Yes, it's personal to me, but I have seen it play out. It is when someone feels afraid, does is confused, <laughs> doesn't know what want it, they they should do, but they don't say that. What they say is pretend to take the high road and say, yeah. I am not going to get involved in the no, chaos. I shall be neutral. You peasants go and fight against, uh, on your own. I will sit back and wait until it's all over. You're lying, motherfucker. You're a fucking coward. I'm not going to argue with so you. So it's, I totally agree with you when someone does not know what to do and they're afraid. Yeah, of course I'm going to get pissed off. I thought you were my friend. I'll calm down later on. I won't hold it against you. It's not going to go easy. Mm-hmm. But you lie to me and tell me you're doing the See, right well, thing when you're, you're not doing the right thing. I don't even want to know. And I, w- I will take the the kind of uh, flip side to all of this. And like I said, when it comes to personal life, that's that's when you're deciding friends versus not friends. That's when you're when you're cutting your For list. Sure. Um, when it comes to the community and in regards to uh, rape. Uh, consent violations. Yeah, there's no like choice. That. There's no fucking. There's option. no choice. You like, have to do it. You need to stand up. I don't care what your dynamic is or what. If and we did. Yeah. In that. In and that. that's that's that. I think that is one of the bigger bigger differences. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I have plenty of these people who I still see. Are are we friends? No. Do I trust them? No. no. Are but it's there, are there people? I got see. I go to the those fucking meetings. You know, those, I call them those, those fucking meetings. Fucking meetings. <laughs> the AAs, the OAs, the you know those meetings, and you hear a lot of people destroyed in those situations because years later they realize how much damage they did to someone by not standing up for them. So that's where that's where I come from in that in not a compassion. It doesn't mean I have to forgive you. It doesn't mean I have to accept that you didn't stand up when you should have stood up. But I understand fear, and I understand people lying to get out of it because that's an instinct is to protect yourself. So uh, an incredible, an, incre- <laughs> an incredibly lo- this was a- squirmy. <laughs> I was all we were having fun, we were getting streppy, but it's true. I, I mean, I think now that now that we've gone that it is a character defect, how do we make a solution? How do we empower people? How do we let them know, hey, you know what? Like you said, if you're afraid, just say you're fucking afraid. If you don't want to get on, get support so that you can stand up and say this is wrong. Because if you're doing it by yourself, I can understand being afraid by yourself. So try to reach out. And there's also different lines where if it is something where, I mean, because there have been plenty of times where people have tried to drag me into their drama. Where it's like, dude, I have no business being involved in this. I'm sure, not going to yeah. fight your yeah. fight when it's not my shit. Like there was a there was a couple of years back a breakup, and uh, the submissive was trying to like get me on her side about like, oh well, my top did this, this, and this, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, that was your guys's relationship. I'm not going to come in after the fact and fucking try and sweep up and and badmouth him because you guys broke up. Because so. that's the drama we don't. I do not, and yeah. I tell people to your face, and you don't call me a friend. I'm not your friend. I don't care if there wasn't a rape, if there wasn't some sort of thing that was really serious. None of my business. Don't give a shit. And if you don't like me because I don't like the person that you now don't like, and we we have that on the podcast, that's fine. That's totally cool. But if you're the type of person that goes, well, I don't like him, and if you don't, you don't like them because if you like them because you know what I mean. Uh huh. <laughs> but I mean, but the difference is fuck them. But the difference is like I will also say for my personal thing, like when it comes to like Kathy or whatever, I back up Kathy. Well, yeah, and that's this like, is the family. That's the this thing. is the circus, and that's the thing I also value with my friends and expect out of my friends is if we're close enough that I consider you, consider you a friend and stuff, I expect you to have my back if I'm having yours. But I know you. But if I were to fuck up, you would yeah. still take me aside and say, you know, yeah, you're being kind of an asshat. You're being yeah. a cunt. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's part of the communication. I think it's fair to say that you know, like here in the perverted circus at Perverted Podcast, um, it is a family, and we do hold each other accountable, and we don't have to worry about if. If someone fucks up, you fuck up. And I'll love you guys and back you up, but if you fucking hurt a kid, go fuck yourself. Yeah. 
I don't care if you're my family. I don't care if you're my fucking dad. I don't care whatever. There are certain things <coughs> that there is no loyalty if you make that choice to go down that road. And I don't care who you are. And I would hope that it would be the same for me. If there was evidence that I did something really, really fucking shitty, that I have to be held accountable for that. Yeah. So. Well, this was a great post, and mm-hmm. my goodness, it generated a little shitstorm of a beehive here. Thank you to Ann Alias for that. Let's go on to also great Snow. name. I know. What do you love about Roberta Podcast? The humor infused with the inside the education makes it fun to learn. I like the fact that you use the word infused. Does that mean that you want a cock inside of you? <laughs> Sure, yeah. Who doesn't? Well, thank you. That's about all we have time for today. I'm going to go and uh, infuse Lizzie. Thank you very much for listening to the Perverted Podcast. Perverted perverted Podcast. I I didn't put the end part on the... I didn't have time. You're such a bird. It's from his interview on a stick. Interview on a stick. I made our little recording thing. It's called the Perverted Podcast Wand of Praise. I'm going to call it Interview on a Stick. I like Whatever it's fine. Fuck off. It's Interview on a Stick. (laughs) I don't win. Nope. But anyway, it's so we can go out and like that was the, you know, I grabbed Lizzie in the hallway. She's like, what? And I go, so blah, blah, blah. She's all, ah. So, but now we can go on the street, we can go to events, you know, and dom coms and all those sort of things and, and actually Don't go. Don't give me the stick. And just ask people questions. People and would talk more to you than they would to Boogie. So. I don't know. I feel like I just hit people with a stick because it's like on a, it's on a, <laughs> it's, it's on a long, pink stick. It's like, yeah. But it looks cool. It has that <laughs> yeah. little thing around. It's just perverted You have to podcast. wear a pink tutu and run around just bopping people in the head with it. You know, like Kathy, that. I'll do that right after you do. All I'm saying is we're moving up into more legit we're legit, motherfucker. We're more legit. We, we have, have people stick. knocking on our damn door. <laughs> <laughs> we really do sad need to sign up so that says on the air. On the air, that is awesome, though. What are you talking about? This is that street. <laughs> that is street recording. Oh, my tummy this just is, is This is garage. Do you need to? Do we no, need to no, pause no, the no, show no, so no, you can make no, a mupu? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You guys have the weirdest names for Mark. Things. You should be taking pictures. <laughs> She's moderating. Mark! Wow. Is Look at a- that face! That was Aww. the face! He just asked me if I needed to stop the show so I could take a moo-poo. <laughs> I didn't, what? <laughs> Did you see the look? Oh my God, if your eyes could open any wider. But they're very clear. <laughs> they're, the whites of your eyes are very clear. We're on antibiotics! <laughs> We're on antibiotics! Moo-poo is a side effect. Oh my We're- God. <laughs> I hope you shit yourself right now. <laughs> God, I no. do all a fucking own it. Is there anything going on in the chat room? Oh, um, actually, there was a there was a good conversation about uh, psychopaths and how they suck, and we all seem to have a shit ton of them in our lives. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, and uh, Mark's been doing a really great job of moderating, and ooh, uh, they they were talking about empowerment and. Jurassic, oh no. Jurassic Park. Park. That's what we called. I didn't even say that's what we called. See, because it's wax play and we had little dinosaurs, so I named it Jurassic Park. Park. No. No applause for you. I give it. What's the other fet life? It's from Lazarus. It's called The Weight Game. Weight as in heavy. Measurement measurement of. He's talking about his uh, uh, relationship with his ex-girlfriend named Abby, and he says, this is, There is a lot I could say about my time with Abby. The one thing I can't talk about is how her weight turned me off. The reason is simple. It never crossed my mind. But in the end, sadly, it was the weight that caused our relationship to fail. It was my weight. In her head, she couldn't believe that I would want her. She had this kind of mental algorithm that calculated who should be with who, and on this sliding scale, she couldn't rationalize why I liked her. Finally, I had had enough of trying to convince her otherwise. It wasn't our weights that were too far apart to coexist. It was our realities. I suspect that reality kept her in a kind of prison, one that told her she wasn't good enough, one that made her hate what she saw when she looked in a mirror. Mm. Man, you just you just picked them fucking... Daisy sunflower no, topics today. Dude, didn't like, you, Kathy? Everyone should really go go and actually read this. It was an it's incredibly awesome. well written. Lazarus wrote a great post. It was. Uh, I was. I'm not normally one to like gush on on uh, posts, but this one was like I was reading it. I'm like in my streppy haze. <laughs> I'm like, there's a haze. Wow, this is really good. Like, 
like it was a really well told story yes very good and oh look at him looking all shitty mm. and can i just say i don't always have a choice as to what we're gonna choose uh, <laughs> well, as i our, have to pick all, you don't have any idea how many of these i have to read by the way as perverted our podcast <laughs> listeners start sending in send some me topics. shit that you see so i don't have to read so much <laughs> We're getting right. it. No, do you want to? Do you want to go? Because no, you go. I, I, no, I've no. I you have, obviously have like a snark task yeah. to go on. No, this. no, no. I mean, I I definitely have a different take, and I understand guy language, and I surely understand this type of situation because I've been through it. I've been through it on both ends. I've been through it on the end where I have tried to rescue somebody with positive encouragement, and the whole post was about his you know love making to this woman i called it love making because it got very sappy um and and just the constant encouragement and i have done that ad nauseum with people i'm an encouraging person i understand that people need to be built up we all understand that in communication that when somebody has some low self-worth then you present them the things that they don't see in themselves that is a great practice and that part of this post I thought was exceptional that here's somebody that really tried and the person just wasn't ready to get it. Yeah. Just like I wasn't ready to get it when people tried to help me when I was all drunk and fucked up on drugs. Just like I wasn't ready when I was in a daddy girl relationship and I, I, I still hated myself so much and people were trying to give me, you know, love and care and support so I could see that I had more talent and on the opposite direction. But what I saw in this article also was a guy reaching out trying to say, hey, I tried. I'm still okay. I'm a good guy. I tried. You know, just to, like I need some validation. It, it this, this post seemed to need some validation like I did a good job, which I think he did do a good job. And I am validating that. But I saw other than the eloquence and the hero type of thing, I saw a poster that went through something that was shitty because, man, it feels like shit when you put your fucking ass into someone. <laughs> and you just, you go for it, and you know that if sh if she or he only saw the amazingness that I see, oh my goodness, the potential that they have, and you try, and the harder that you, they just, they just don't get it. And eventually you have to just say, black toe tag, like Abyss always says, and you have to let it go. Yeah, I, well, I love this post. I don't think he was uh, fishing for anything. I, I, I just, Abyss and I were talking about this before the show and how, um, you know, what you say, Boogie, is very telling. Trying to rescue someone and trying to show them what you, you they don't see themselves. It, you obviously can, as you learned and as Lazarus spoke about, because you're fighting their own demons in their own head and you cannot unprogram or deprogram somebody just because of your words. They that have program, to be ready. They yeah. have to want it. Absolutely. And and as I was telling Abyss before the show, it sounds to me it's it's I would be in this in this place, I would be this chick when I was younger. That would be exactly me because I had so much bullshit in my head that it didn't matter what anyone said, I would not be able to to get rid of that programming. As I've gotten older, I've st I've learned a lot of lessons and I would of course if somebody really some gorgeous, good-looking person came up to me and said, hey, I want to get together with you. I would look him up and down and go, all right, I don't get it, but let's go for it. Let's Here's my badge. I don't understand what you want, but all right, strip, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> See, You're I think, done. I High think, five. I think yeah. you say that now, but like, even yeah. for me, like, um, it took a long time, and I even still have a hard time um, taking a compliment. Like people are like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, you're this. And my first thought, literally, because I had so much bullshit and so much baggage and whatever negative thoughts, that like I thought they were lying. My thought, my first thought what was, you, what's your agenda? Yeah, my you're first thought was, what do you want? What's your angle? What do you want? <laughs> why I'm not going to give yeah. it to you? So why are you saying this stuff? Because you're trying bullshit. to trick me. Yeah, you know. And it's like I know that was on me, and it took a long time for me to genuinely look at someone and go, okay, that's what they see all right, I can, I can justify that. Like at the beginning of the post, he talks about how she, when they first started talking, she sent her, she sent her picture at her lowest weight. And she was like, Oh, that was me at da da da. And later as they're talking, she's like, Oh, well this is me at like this weight. And he's like, well, can I, can I see you at a 
current weight and like it took her a long time to finally be like all right here it is and it was all like you know facebook angles and uh we used to call those myspace angles (laughs) so and finally and he, he meets her in person he's like all the things i liked about you and he had already expected her to be a little bigger because you know myspace angles or whatever but it didn't bother him and like i can get that because if i looked at pictures of him and to be perfectly honest i was all damn like he's a good looking fella and he's very fit so if you start like i could see myself being like i i'm heavier than i was two years ago when i started in the scene and so for me it hit it hit you know hit a little bit of a a snag for me because i was like i don't feel the same way i did when i came in like i don't feel as like um attractive as i did but your ass looks goddamn nice see and i know he likes booty Mm -hmm. so i can take that but it's one of stop leering at her (laughs) like that i'm gonna touch them titties get away from me (laughs) she's streppy come here streppy (laughs) you you caused this (laughs) but i can i can understand her point and how she she was like oh you know obviously you can't you know you look like that and i look like this you can't you can't find this attractive and what he's finally said by calling it off and saying, like, I got tired of trying to tell her how how attractive she is to me. That I, does get old. Yeah. Because it's it's rejection when you're paying someone a compliment. And I do that to people sometimes. You know, you'll pay someone a compliment and they'll be like, eh, and I'm all, so you're telling me I have shitty taste? Is that what you're fucking telling me? Because I don't have shitty taste, so why don't you just suck it up and take the fucking compliment? Ah, well, who done, wouldn't if they talk, <laughs> when you're you're talking talk like that? No, I've done it that serious because that's what you're saying. Understanding addiction, that a lot of times, uh, especially when you're dealing with somebody who maybe does have uh, some issues with maybe compulsive overeating, addiction, alcoholism, those types of things. This behavior that the woman in this article had is like, is is pretty standard. It's sure. it's very very common in these types of behavior and that's that self-doubt and and what you're basically doing is you have now become addicted to being a victim. Because there are now hear me on. Okay. Don't hear the word victim because nothing is a word in biology. <laughs> Kathy almost like came nothing, out of her skin I, on that. No. One. <laughs> no, listen to this. Everything that happens in our life is chemicals. We give them words. There is a set of chemicals that goes along with the experience of being a victim, whether it's valid, invalid, justified, not just, I'm not talking about the thing that happened to the person. I'm talking about the feeling that you experience, the shame, the self-hatred, the self-loathing. Those are words they are used to describe chemical reactions that are going on in your body. And if something goes on continuously over and over and over and over again, your brain gets programmed to get used to those chemicals to consider that as part of your survival. So you will continue to re-triggering those things over and over. And if self-hatred, you get addicted, you get physically addicted to depression, to those chemicals. And so even though people are trying to tell you this is a farce. It's the same thing with any other behavior. Once you're negatively programmed, you're going to keep feeding that. And at that point, the person that's trying to take you out of it, you're you're done. You're powerless. Uh, yes, and I... I understand that you can't blame her because this is the programming this, yeah, she, she has was, she and was, those neural pathways are set and the longer she goes doing that, the harder it's going to be to pull herself out of it. You can't blame him because he, he wants something He's just different. a dude trying, man. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a sad story for both of these people. But this is, this is a story that happens yeah. millions of times and I think the, you know, where I do validate, because I did see this as a need for validation on his part, um, that I do validate, hey, you know what? If this is really how this played out, I think you made a good call, Lazarus. Was that his name, Lazarus? Mm-hmm. I think you made a good call in trying to encourage her. I also think you made a very good call at saying enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. And so many people become codependent in these relationships where they're going to be the savior. Only I can fix them. Only I can fix them. And sometimes you just have to go, hey, you know what? Which people had to do to me. People had to just walk away from Boogie because that motherfucker was toxic and let me off on my own. And then when I came around, a lot of those people I came back to and apologized and said, yeah, you're right. I was full of shit. 
and and some of those relationships <laughs> rekindled and most of them didn't. But that's just recognizing when it's time to put the toe tag on them, like Abyss talks about. I always say, you know, um, adjust your own mask. Secure your own mask before assisting others. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Very good post. <laughs> good post. Wow. Can we have some fun? <laughs> Finally, let's get to some fucking <laughs> fun. Where's what my paper? Doing? Where's my paper? Do you want me to cough okay. on you? Perverted, <laughs> perverted podcast listener, <laughs> Sir Insurrection. <laughs> I'm not going to write it. Was, no. it, was, it was a long kind of story, and I'll paraphrase it because Kathy was incredibly confused by what happened, but I yes. get what happened. He's a pee-pee zombie. So he is, is he a pee-pee zombie? Yes, because he binged all of our episodes <laughs> at work. <laughs> I love it. By the way, if you listen, if you backtrack and listen to all 40, now 45 episodes of Perverted Podcast, you are an official pee-pee zombie, <laughs> and uh, you have eaten our brains. That's that's how we... Brains. If you're crazy enough to listen to 44 fucking hours of us, you earn the right Plus. to be a zombie. <clears throat> Some of those, so, uh, some anyway, of those old shows were long. Sir Insurrections at work, and he's talking about, uh, you know, I. Uh, he's a computer tech. The main place I listen is work, and I'm a computer repair tech. The other people at work sometimes wonder why I'm laughing and saying things about the count, which is me. Because oh. um, <laughs> I, I don't know why. So he starts going into the details about one night he's, he's at work, and, you know, his job is to disconnect the computers to work on them. And so, but he's listening and he's got a partner working with him and like at a pause, he'll hear like some rattling in one of the machines and like, what the fuck is that? And then at the end, he says like the show runs out because he's listening to Perverted Podcast. The show runs out and then there's like this, he said, no more Abyss, no more Kathy. No he more said boogie. no more sexy Abyss. Thank you very much. Yeah, I right? guess you oh. and I suck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No more se- and no sexy Abyss. Yes. Wow. Fine, I'll we? read this. What are we? God, Jesus Christ, I tried to paraphrase because you said to paraphrase and now I got to read it. No boogie, no Kathy, no sexy abyss. I found another computer that rattled. You would not guess what it sounded like. So all of a sudden this silence comes and all of a sudden he starts thinking anal human maracas. <laughs> Which I should have had that yeah, jingle. What? In there, I didn't. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Mark. Let me let me wait, shake wait, your butt. Shh, shh. And he says, "Ain't no human maracas." <laughs> what was that? What? I don't understand what you just did. You're so fucking dumb. I'm gonna edit the fucking <gasps> oh. jingle in, so now we have to pretend oh. to laugh. Oh. So then he says, "Ain't no human maracas." Ain't no human maracas. Go. <laughs> <laughs> These are the cues we have. So it that cheered him up, and he got to think about that for the rest. Ain't no human go. Oh my god. We suck. Uh, <laughs> this is wee shit. Although he did not communicate no, what the fuck he was I, talking about. Usually, when I, I take, make look, I like Sir Insurrection's letter. It was really funny, but. No more boogie, no more Kathy, no more sexy abyss. <laughs> he may as well have said no more crappy boogie and Kathy. And oh, those ooh. people. <laughs> Who does Sir Insurrection have a boner for? Uh, I don't know. Could we be suck. obviously, obviously, anal human maraca. Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean? <laughs> oh, I'm not wow. gonna put the jingle no, in now. I'm just gonna perfect. leave that. Ain't no human maraca, go. <laughs> Everyone's gonna well, hear it. I, I think we all have fevers at this point. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. There's always a kink you don't know about yet. So let's learn one now on fetish roulettes. <laughs> god. <laughs> oh jeez! Like he Give really is paper. Dying. I know. Like Anson Madicide. <laughs> I'm not going near that Mike Muff. <laughs> Our it's strappy Mike Muff. <laughs> <laughs> Unfinished roulette this week. <laughs> Why is he waving that paper around? I don't know. These are jokes. It's time for. I got to do start with the joke. Okay. <clears throat> do you dream of having offspring <laughs> with a single engine aeroplane? 
Does a fancy car pinstripe make you want to fuck it in its tailpipe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. I have strep. When men are douchey and mean, would you prefer a fucking machine? Oh, ah. that's good. Ah, see how I brought that in? Uh-huh. You may have a tendency towards mechanophilia. Mechophilia. No, it is actually mechanophilia. There no. is there. It, I know. I looked up a. The, it says <laughs> sometimes you? it says a, but the actual thing is the mechophilia was the misspelling, but it's actually mechanophilia. I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, it's right. <laughs> this is Wikipedia, man, and if it says it on oh, the internet, well. <laughs> you got to have. And this is the uh, attraction and arousal involving machines. Such as bicycles, motor vehicles, helicopters, airplanes, mechanical devices that people gain arousal from. Obviously, like people we, who really, really, really are into their cars. Uh, which actually, <laughs> I was going to talk about. There was a, I think it was like a BBC or something like that that did a whole thing on a guy that was literally in love with his car, had sex with his car, and that was. How do you have sex with your car? Well, you can I feel lay like under be very it. Chafy. You look. You can you can fuck the tailpipe. I actually saw in FetLife there was some uh, like a like a slave, a male slave, all <laughs> collared and leathered up, and he was fucking the car tailpipe. Doesn't that get sharp? I, I don't. Hey, even, it's hey. lube. It's your lube, and you do it. I'm not gonna. You say You like it's putting the, it in the tailpipe? But, I you know. I do, baby. Oh. I told you I like that ass. Mm-hmm. Encourage, encourage. Is that a double entendre? It must be. But anyway, so we've seen that. And of course, that's like, whoa, that guy's fucking a car. Um, so, and we think that's kind of crazy and weird and, and off. But isn't mechanophilia also women that are attached to their Hitachi vibrators? And would rather have them than men? Well, they talk less. I I, I I don't know what to say. I so, in other words, mechanophilia so. is uh, is something that's probably more common than no, we like I, to think. No, because I feel like this is specifically like fetishizing like an object. I think so too. Uh, you know, like I I because I guess I whacking use, your wing on a bicycle. You know. Yeah, I mean, because I will I will use the Hitachi to get off, but I'm not thinking about then you the just Hitachi. Toss it aside. But how I'm many women it. have said, you know, I'm more in love with my vibrator than my partner? And I don't just, know. But the thing, the thing is, is that just? Funny. I think yeah, because yeah, I mean, not I don't know very many, and I could be wrong. Listeners, let us know. Chime uh, chime in. But uh, like if someone's if I'm getting off using a vibrator or whatever, I am thinking about somebody or something else, not the actual vibrator okay, versus the people who are into their car so much. They're actually thinking about the vehicle, the bike, the motorcycle, you know, as the catalyst for their attraction. So their love is for that. Object. All right. Yeah. I just thought I, I thought about it, but. I just think it'd be pretty funny. Could you imagine being like, you know, 17 years old at the dinner table and your dad's like, son, I want you to stop seeing that Toyota. Uh, See, well, this actually, is uh, You can't stop our love! Well, oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, I hate you! Uncle Creepy <laughs> says he'd fuck the Nissan GTR. Nissan GTR. GTO or GTR? GTR. I might consider fucking the Tesla Roadster. Dude, I just look at them and I just think they're pompous. I How many people? Well, I, I guess I we're talking it. about objectification. Like, there's a lot of women that like to ride on the back of Harleys because it's a vibrating fucking engine, it's and a lot of women come when they're riding on on the Harley. Well, it's, it's because they just got loose fucking labia. Are you? <laughs> don't you judge? <laughs> no, I don't mean, you judge my giant Harley vibrator? Yeah, I mean a lot of them. It's like the the Harleys. They have um. They're chain-driven, which mm. actually makes them shake more than some of the others. Right. So it does cause more vibrations, mm. Mm. like a washing machine. See, do yeah. you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to uh, mechanophilia with a Harley? No, I, I never really got off on them. I Me like either. the bikes. I think they're cool, but <laughs> I don't get this fetish. But I mean, I like metal, but I don't. I like the feel of metal. So do I. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
Strappy, see what happens. I mean, I've had exes who were really into cars and really into their their bikes, but like their motorcycles. But you never saw them fucking. No. Yeah, here's here's what I'm gonna you know, here's what I'm gonna throw. That this is a form. I think. Once again, if that's your fetish, there's not a victim in this fetish unless you're going in public in like, you know, fucking trolley cars or something like that while people are riding on it and you're chasing behind it. I think that would be hilarious, by the way. Um, but if it's something like it's your car and you're you're having you have this philia and it's somewhere where you're not, you know, involving other people, then fucking do your thing, man. But what it does come off, it's do you think it's probably similar to the people that are into like the dolls? You know, that it's something that I can love, that I can put all my love into, that's never going to hurt me. I don't know. You wreck your bike. (laughs) (laughs) It can wreck you. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that in a lot of ways it is a distancing thing, but, and, and object, obviously objectification. I mean, you can make the bike any way you want it. You can make the car any way you want it. Uh, But I just don't know how much you get back from it. Yeah, you're transferring mm. your feelings to an inanimate object. It's mentally, something's going. What a wrong perfect there. relationship! See, you no, guys are chicks. Abyss is right until until you crash, until you right? lay down the bike, and suddenly I, we're, we're through, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we're through, and you are gonna need some skin grafts. Also, uh, just quick side note because I do have a lot of friends who are motorcyclists. Please, as it is becoming spring wherever you are, make sure you check the lane next to you before entering the lane so you don't take out motorcyclists. Thank you. Public this service announcement. Public service announcement <laughs> public has service been brought announcement. to you by Abyss. Thank Look you. around when you drive. What a novel idea. Well, no, a lot of people don't. A lot of people yeah, they just yeah, yeah, and they'll take out a most motorcyclist. Yes. So because I have been a, said a taken out. Is in my arthritis. naturally in your blind spot. That's you. Just rename them. Blind so, if you're riding your micro, my, uh, your Microsoft, microphone. if you're riding your, your microphone, for his microphone. If you're, uh, I love my microphone. <laughs> if uh, if you're riding a motorcycle and you're having sex with it while you are riding it, please uh, be aware that some people may not see you. So, uh, after you nut, just spray onto the car that's uh, next to you, so they know, hey, I'm here, me and my girl. Me and my girl. He did that hand movement that Abyss Me does. Me and my girl. <laughs> Cha-cha. Cha-cha. That you need to record and put up a video Cha-cha. of. <laughs> I don't, once again, I, I get it. I get the, I've never had, some, I mean, if my guitar was a woman, I'd fuck it. It is a very, very, very common. I've been a musician for, for my whole life. And the only thing that has ever made given me that much um back um and never taken has never been disloyal has never fucked me over has never insulted me i may be mad at myself that i suck at it but um but i can understand i can like i couldn't live without a guitar and there are times I've tried to sexualize my guitar a couple of times. I'm not going to say I went as far as to masturbate with it. I may Thank have rubbed God. I may have rubbed my dick on a guitar <laughs> a few times because I'm a dude, and that's what we do. Feel, what would this feel, feel like? I feel like they're like sharks. You know how they say sharks always like they they figure out what's a, their surroundings by biting things. <laughs> I, I feel do. like guys like figure out their surroundings by like putting their Rubbing dick on their it. Dick on it. <laughs> you have found our secret. <laughs> you have they're absolutely like, they're like found an insect antenna. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I fuck it? I'm can just gonna, I? Can can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my penis on it. Is it doing anything? No. Oh my god! But then, if you uh, don't do good with the bikes, you move on. Wrong. That is illegal. You move on to sheep. Uh, that's you bleeding, isn't it? That's you. I can recognize that. That's, that's the sound of me fucking a tailpipe right there. Oh my god! I'm gonna stick it in this tailpipe. <laughs> I just like the sad little thing. And that's the only way I know to end a show. Oh shit! And that is out. Fuck you! Ow! What did you? Ow! What did you do? Your filing cabinet just bashed my knuckle. That's not my filing cabinet. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our... To Mark. <laughs> <laughs> to Abyss! Woo! Woohoo! 
Woo! Boogie. Woo! And to me. Oh, Woo! don't be coughing all over my name. <laughs> oh, did Bye. you just burp? If, if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, my sexy little motorcycle fucking chickens. Actually, I don't know why I feel aroused. (laughs) I feel like I should be attracted to an inanimate object. You gonna put your penis on it? I'm gonna put my penis on you. I'll cough on you. What is that gonna do? I I gave you strep. Would you sign off? I'm signing off. Just be your damn kinky selves. We talk about a lot of stuff and and we don't know everything. But man, we sure enjoy uh, getting a chance to learn with you and hopefully give you some new ideas and opinions. But just keep going out there, finding new opinions. Communicate where you need to and just keep being your damn kinky self. We are out of here. (laughs) Woo! bleeding stop it please I want to be that giant anteater